We need some fun, funky music. Yeah, we do. At the beginning. It is our distinct privilege to bring you the Big Wiener Show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our opinions on travel, wellness, pop culture, and the lives of Haley and Tim. Cheers. Back Hello. at it again with the one-two. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the Big Wiener Show. <laughs> Hi. We have a special guest with us in the studio today. Well, we, we have, have multiple special guests. We have Juja here. We've got Gigi. We have Prince. Banksy, Banksy. And Zeus. Is Zeus in here as well? Yep. Oh, wow. We have four special guests and... And then more importantly... Kathleen... Cat Daddy. A partridge in a pear tree. Kathleen Wiener Meaner. Is back. <laughs> is back. Wiener Meaner Second here. time. The first, second time guest. She's only been harassing our DMs to come on. So like, <laughs> please... She's like, your viewers don't like you, and they only like me. I'm trying to help your viewership. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. Get some sponsored in this. Yeah. We what need sponsor to be are we sponsoring today? Today Nothing. is sponsored by Starbucks Fall Beverages. Jays. Why? If you like pumpkin, get, go get them. Get a Starbucks pumpkin, pumpkin. drink. Did they go out? Did, was the announcement yesterday. today? Yesterday. Oh, I was like, Came okay. Out. Do you not follow Twitter? I don't know. It's 100 degrees outside. I don't. You don't follow Twitter on Instagram? (laughs) (laughs) You dumbass. Today's sponsors by dog shit. All four dogs pooped in the office today. We love picking it up. So. Back at it. Topic of this podcast. We are going to go back to Reddit. Continue talking about Tim's Kourtney Kardashian era. No. (laughs) If you, you haven't like hooked up with enough people to make this podcast only about you hooking up with people. Because I'm such a whore. You need to be more of a whore. Yeah, you, if you want it. the subject of this podcast to be only your wiener, then you need to be more right. of a whore. And I can't talk. I'm celibate. To pick it up. <laughs> pick up that pace. I will. I'll do five this week. <laughs> do five, man. <laughs> no. All right, so we're going to go on Reddit and look at the relationship advice page and read some questions people had and maybe give them some unsolicited advice which won't help them at all because i'm not posting back we're just talking about it into the void that is this podcast that no one listens to stop we have a lot of followers okay go first one the first one (coughs) clear my throat my fiance 25 female and i 25 male have been together for 11 years and engaged for 1.5 years. I told her I was unsure about marriage recently and I may have caused irreversible damage to our relationship. My fiance, 25 female, my partner and I have been together since we were 14 years old. We've seen the good and the bad through it all over the years, high school and college. We turned seven, when we turned 17, I gave her a promise ring as a symbol of our adolescent love. When we turned 20 years old, I felt overwhelming pressure from family to think about marriage. We have talked about the prospect of marriage, but I've always interpreted it in a childish manner. I assumed that our love and the day-to-day would not change with the celebration and a certificate. During this time, school and work took a toll on our relationship. We both had to work immense hours to get ourselves through school. She was having her own struggles with completing her classes, and I was struggling to find the will to attend. I eventually dropped out and pursued full-time work to help with the bills so that she could focus on her classes more. 
This was our darkest time period that we reflect on every single time we argue. The family pressure and expectation eventually gets to me. <laughs> Sorry, just keep going. Can I help you? Just keep going. <laughs> keep going. Are you laughing at me? <laughs> this covered this story. Keep going. This is serious. <laughs> this is people's livelihoods, Tim. Just keep going. It's disrespectful. There's a lot of red flags going on. Show a little, just a, a piece of professionalism in the studio, please. Thank you. That makes a boring podcast. During this time, we were going through some hard times financially, and we both became very focused on our jobs and taking care of necessities. A wedding celebration did not seem like it was in the cards at the moment. The longer the engagement lasted, the more bitter she became. A large point of contention was that I failed to do any planning of the celebration. I realized that I failed to do that, but I was so focused on making, working and making sure that we were taken care of to have any thought of a wedding. I have recently mentioned it in a conversation that I was unsure about the concept of marriage. I would marry her in a heartbeat, but I realistically do not see us being able to have a wedding that she wants in our current circumstances. She was very hurt by my words and said she does not want to be engaged anymore. I don't want to lose her, but I don't know how we could recover from this. How can I regain her trust, and how can I move forward from here? Any advice would be helpful. There is so much to unpack so here. Much. It's almost... First off, 14? 14. How old are they now? 20? He's 25. Yeah, they're both 25. Oh, they're still so young. Yes. I think it's... You've only dated each other, first of all. Since we're 14. The also the fact that she's First putting off, this dating much, isn't real at 14. This at much, 14, I was like playing in the mud. I know. I think I still had like Barbies hidden, and I would like pull out. Did you hit puberty at that time, or you no. just were? Okay. Like his balls were not dropped at 14. No way. They had the same high pitched voice. They could they even have sex at that age. I really hope they're not. They could. Yes. They could, but I hope they're not. People have sex when they're like 12, young. Ten. I was twenty-five. Five of it's a what? Twenty-five. <laughs> Are you being serious? No. Okay, I was like, wait, I was, was like, last year. I was like, wait, how old was I? No, I think there's a yeah. You're right. The first red flag is that they've been together since they're fourteen, so you haven't really gone through any major struggles. The second thing is that they're definitely it's part of their culture. You haven't explored other options. You're just like... You haven't tested any other waters. Uh, if the hardest thing you've ever been through is just like basically just growing into adulthood together. Like what if something actually real happened? I think you need to learn how to be independent. Like I don't think you should be like, you know, if you gave up on college and just started to work, like you should be independent. You know what I mean? That's a time for growth. Like you're stunning each other's growth into adulthood. I think that was the first thing that probably really put a rift in the relationship. Yeah. The minute he decided not to go to school anymore. So he's like, I'm provide. working all the, yeah, I'm basically, I think he's not going to say this in here, but that. he's thinking I'm working all the time. I don't want to pay for a fucking wedding. Like that's just going to put more stress on me to provide. Oh, right. And I can't provide this big wedding you want to have. And she, I think she's putting too much pressure on the wedding. She sounds Probably a because of family. Uh, I mean, it's just different people's goals. If your goal is that, big wedding then it's like you shouldn't marry someone your own age first of all 
that's also trying to provide for himself to like live. Right. And if you're a male at 25, you have a five year depreciated brain. So really you're 20 years old. I say if you don't want to, I think you should let her go. If she says like, I care about this way, I'm going to leave you. Then be like, I didn't mean that to hurt you. I just made that decision when I was fucking 20 years old. And I am, the reality of it is crashing down that I have to have to pay, you know, probably even a $10,000 wedding when I was, you know, 25 years old, it would be exorbitant. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to last. So I, I say the wedding was maybe just they the will, one. but let her go gain, regain your independence. Let her regain some independence, experience life as a single person for once. And, and then if you truly are meant to be come back together. Maybe in a year, two years, but don't just like lean on each other because of comfort. Right. I think he's going to spend way too much time time trying to rebuild the relationship. And then... He's going to just... It sounds like you're just going to... Because out of fear. Out of fear. Give in and give her what she wants. Mm. So... Someone part ways is I'm, our gonna, I'm reading some of the comments. Being Please. unsure about the concept of marriage is very different from being able to afford a wedding. You're sending very mixed signals you're not enthusiastic about starting a marriage with her then it's probably over that's a good point he did say the concept of marriage i think he's maybe embarrassed to say that maybe he's gay no tim i don't think i'm not getting that side no not getting that from this i think he's like he maybe is like hey i'm 25 and this is like the reality of this is coming down and i don't want to be necessarily married right now to someone that I've been with since I was 14, but he doesn't see a way out. So he's just like, oh, I can't afford the wedding. And he knows it's important to her. So I don't know. That's a common thought. A lot of people with the whole concept mm. of marriage. Yeah. Spending the rest of your life with one person. That you've been with since you're 14. That's so, the 14 thing I can't get past. I can't either. I want to know statistically how people stay together. If they stay together, there's a, a lot of age. discussion in the comments about whether he is just financially worrisome or if he's worried about marrying her. I think he's worried about marrying her and he's 100%. using financial as a decoy. Right. The financial thing is just an added stress. It's not the priority. I think he found he's another woman. No. Tim, Tim I'm loving these. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're not you're reading just, in between the lines. You're just pulling <laughs> shit out from your ass. Maybe he found another woman. No, I think he... He doesn't know who he is. And also, if she wants this wedding so bad that she's willing to walk away, maybe she's not that into you. Maybe she's into the wedding. At maybe this she point. found another man. No, no I think that's how Tim. she was raised. I think how she was raised yeah. is what's really the contributor here. Well, what's your final advice for them? What should, what should he Run! Do? <laughs> run to the hills? No. You? Run. Yeah. Not run, but just... I think they need to do something on their own. I think he needs to go to like Ibiza by himself. These people probably live in take like a little bit drugs. Missouri. I don't think that they're being. I don't think they're going honest. to Ibiza. And I think they if need they can to, barely afford to pay for school and like living. I don't. Well, think. Well, he's paying for her school. No. Yeah, because he dropped out. Yeah. He's a dropout. So now he's he's financially connected to her now. Yeah. I'm like, well, drop her. And oh wait, that ex- complicates things. Go experience. You can't just be like, I'm off to Ibiza and then. Oh, like, I'm still financially for school. Go experience. I think they both need to go like a study abroad and experience. No, she life. needs to yeah. handle her own 
No, to, like separately. Bills, right? Yeah, they both need to be independent right now. Cut the yeah. cord. Cord needs to be cut. That's my advice. Yeah. Arrivederci. Yeah. All right. Here's the next one. I, 39 male, refused to force my daughter, 18 female, to give her education fund to my wife, 42 female, son, and kicked her out for crossing the line over it. A bit of background. I am 39 male, a father to my daughter, 18 female. Let's call her Emma. My first wife and I were middle school sweethearts. This is the problem with all these fucking people. I see a theme, people. Middle school sweethearts should not be together. <laughs> Emma was a happy accident, and we were thr- <laughs> in middle school? <laughs> I guess, because he's... What is 39 minus 18? I almost said 11. <laughs> this is, like, really telling of our math skills. I'm pulling out my calculator. <laughs> 39 minus 18. 21. Okay. Okay, so he was 21 when he had her. That's young. But That's young, but not it's like... Doable. It's not, doable. He's not in middle school. He's not 11. <laughs> um, Emma was a happy accident, and we were thrilled to be parents for her. But my wife died while giving birth to her. Oh, my God. Okay. Chills. I had just graduated and started a job, and I failed to juggle a kid and a career. So I remarried in a year and a half to my second wife, 42 female. Let's call her Sam. She was also struggling raising her son, Tom, due to financial difficulties. It was a marriage of convenience, and we were very open about that. She would be a stay-at-home mom raising both kids while I was financially providing for them. There were ups and downs along the road, but we made it work. Sam always gave her son preferential treatment, as in emotionally, which I never took an issue with. After all, she was my daughter, not hers. But I always provided equally for both of them, because I always felt obligated to be fair with both of them. There were not any major issues growing up. Both kids maintained a healthy relationship with each other while maintaining a bit of distance. Both care for each other, and we never ask for more. My first wife and I both had an insurance policy. It was paid out when she died. For some reason, we once randomly talked about what we would do with money if one of us passed away. We both decided it would go to our kids, and if we didn't have a kid then the surviving spouse should travel the world. I would have kept that money in a trust that, or I kept that money in a trust that has grown over the age of 17 years and has been yielding significant profits. And now it's quite a bit of money. I've never borrowed a penny from it because it belongs to my daughter and I am just a guardian. This year, both kids applied to colleges and Emma got into an Ivy League with a full scholarship. Damn. Wow. Our plan was, if Emma did not get a scholarship, I will pay her tuition with the trust. Tom also applied to an Ivy League and got admission, but without a scholarship. Wow. It's okay, smart so. freaking kids. I'll say. Maybe you should get a middle school sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> he and I both discussed our options, and I told her that while I can help him with living expenses, while he pursues his studies, I can't afford the tuition without getting a massive hit. He was understanding and said that he will take a loan for it. It was settled then, or at least I thought it was. One night, Sam asked me if I can pay his son's... Wait. Pay his son's? Is Sam a wife? Yes, yeah. He wanted to say if I can pay his son's tuition. It says 42 female. Let's call her Sam. 
I must have just messed up the pronouns in this. I think no. She, I think she maybe meant like her, her son. Sons, her yeah. son. One night, Sam asked me if I can pay her son's tuition with the payout. She knows the width of that policy. I was startled for a second, but I said I will think about it. I delayed it because I wanted to ask Emma whether she wanted to help Tom out because I have always let her make decisions of her own as I feel it's an important part of parenting. I wanted to ask her alone without Sam present because Sam can be a bit pushy. And and I wanted Emma to make decisions on her own without any pressure because she is the sweetest kid who will rather be hurt than hurt anyone else. I explained the whole thing to my daughter and asked what she wants to do. She asked me what I think she should do. And I told her that I have no opinion, but no matter what decision she makes, I will not change anything between us. She will always be my world. She told me that she wanted to travel the world with me as her mom wanted to do with the half of the money and invest the rest so she can have extra cash flow. She asked me for the weekend to think about it, which I was happy to give her. On the weekend, she texted me to come in her room. She asked me to explain the profit yields, the amount, and everything related to the amount, which I did. After contemplating, she decided that she can pay for half of Tom's tuition while touring the world and maintaining the healthy cash flow. I stressed on her that if she does not want to do it, she does not have to. Tom is not her responsibility, but she says she wanted to help her brother out. During a family meeting, she told Tom in front of Sam and me, Tom teared up and hugged her, hugged her and was very grateful. I noticed Sam was a bit off, but I ignored it. We all went out for dinner. In bed, Sam asked me who decided about Tom's tuition. I told her about the whole situation. Sam was shocked for whatever reason. She said that I didn't have to ask Emma and could have made the decision on my own, and it was not Emma's money. I told her in plain words that she does not get any say in that since it was decided between me and Emma's mother what we will do with the money. She said, why didn't I involve her during the discussions with Emma? And by this time, I was at the edge of my, at the edge, and I told her it was none of her damn business. Damn. Well, she said that she would talk to Emma, and Emma can pay for her brother's full tuition, and, tra <gasps> and traveling the world is not necessary. <gasps> I calmly yet firmly told her that she would not say a word to Emma about this, and this matter is closed. After a week, I was out with my colleagues when I received a text from Tom that I should come home immediately. I rushed home. I was in the home in 10 minutes. Sam was shouting at Emma how she should pay for Tom's tuition, and Emma was crying. Sam? Tom was trying to calm her mother down. These pronouns. Tom was trying to calm <laughs> her no. Tom was trying to calm his mother down um, and to get her to shut up but to no avail. I told my wife to shut up and go to the bedroom as politely as I could <laughs> because I did not want to insult her in front of Tom because after all, she was his mother. I picked Emma up and was talking, taking her to the bedroom when I heard Sam yell, you were always a monster. You killed your mother while coming into this world. Oh, fuck. Wow. How dare her? Oh, I Damn. don't I don't like Sam. You were always a monster. You killed your mother while coming into this world. She wow. Be therapy for the rest of her life. What a moron. This yeah. sounds like a fucking You can't up unhear you can't unhear that. No, I think the dad is he is an elite dad. I'm just gonna say that. I think this is fucked up. See, money doesn't what, make what else happy. my question is what else was she saying to fucking Emma while she was raising her? Her dad's at work all day. She's been raising him. What the hell else is she said to her? That's actually her. a good. 
And this was the end point. I told Sam that I'm going out and I will come back in two days. And she better be gone when I come back. <gasps> this is getting even better. Wow. I took Emma with me and asked Tom if he wanted to come with us. Tom oh. was reluctant, but he eventually came with us. Whoa. I drove them to a nearby hill town and got us checked in. Emma was crying all the way, and I let her after a few initial tries to calm her down. By the next morning, we met on breakfast. Emma's eyes were sm- swollen with crying, and Tom basically got to his knees and apologized for his mother's behavior. Emma told him that it was not his fault. We had a heart-to-heart discussion once Emma and I had talked in privacy where Emma reassured me that she wasn't responsible for anything. Emma will still be paying Tom's half tuition. I also talked to Tom and told him that I would be divorcing her mother and there is no turning back. He keeps saying her mother. Is Tom a, a girl? Maybe it's a lesbian couple. No, no, no. It says I talked to Tom and I told her that I would be divorcing her mother. So Tom would be a girl. He keeps saying Tom, referring to Tom as her. I don't know. Maybe he's confused. Or we're confused. I'm definitely confused. Yeah, this is a lot for me. And there's no turning back from that. But we just know they have two children, two parents. Parent has one kid, whatever gender they are. But that doesn't have to change my relationship with him. Okay, (laughs) now we're using him. Okay, I think he... I think he does not know how to use pronouns. No, I think he's a little confused. With him, unless he thinks otherwise. He asked me to consider my decision, and I asked him if what I was doing was unfair, and he said no, he really understood. By the time we got home, my parents were already there, and Sam was gone. My parents asked about what happened, and apparently Sam had fed them half the story and told them the whole tale. Never heard that. Well, told them half the story and but the but whole told, tale. Told them the whole tale. Okay, sounds like a little country saying. They were furious, but tried to lower the temperature and asked if there was any way to make amends. I told them that my decision is final. I have served Sam with papers with a fair amount of alimony, along with a one-bedroom apartment, since she made our home while I worked, despite the prenup, which eliminated any prospects of alimony or division of assets. In the meantime, our relatives and friends have been asking me to reconsider it. While they do not condone what happened, they want me to make space for her. Sam also reached out to Emma and apologized for her behavior. Emma asked me to reconsider my decision as she has forgiven Sam and feels like there won't be any friction since she's already left for college. I'm not willing to roll back because of whatever affection I had for Sam is gone. I don't think it will ever be the same if we got back together. And there is no changing that this lack of feelings for her. So I am asking objective and impartial Redditors for any advice on what to do here. I th- See a therapist. No, I think he, I think he's being too quick to make a call like this. It's, it is a marriage of, what, 20 years or something? Right. So I think there had to have been other things that escalated for him. There's no way that a already, fight with his daughter was the tipping point. That's a terrible thing to say, correct? But it's like oh, I mean, yeah. people also say things they don't mean. And, and he, he did moments. It's also the biggest thing is he said it to the to – maybe he thinks that Emma is just accepting the apology too quickly. But it is just one – I mean, the big thing to me, though, is earlier in here he said she's always been partial to Tom over Sam. And it says, like, their marriage thing is weird. He's like, it was very much out of convenience. It's yeah. not conventional. It seems like whatsoever. he's saying this upon looking back on the marriage. I think he has a lot of resentment of the marriage. Yes. I think the resentment of the marriage is building up, and it's not 
what she's doing is is wrong, mm. and I think she knows that. Interesting. I love that he asked Tom if he thought it was a good idea. Yeah, I think Tom seems like a good kid too. If Tom is even agreeing, like he's not like Tom's going to his mom being like stupid, like I want my tuition paid for. Like that's also a big ask. Yeah. Like some your parents have to offer that to you. Right. But you don't automatically get your like tuition paid for by your parents. Right, you have to be like everybody else that takes loans out. Not everybody else, but yeah. that's the reality the of most, most people's most situation. People and take loans out. That right. it's very unique to have this, you know, account set up, and it's a, it is her money, right? And she also got a full. She ride, doesn't have so. her mom either. You know what I mean? It's like her mom passed away. Right, that money is separate and for Emma only. Yeah, I, I mean, think it's she must be really nice for her to just be like, yeah, I have some of my money. I think, yeah, it is her money because it was her mom. That was the deal before Sam even showed up in the marriage. I think Tom just wants to fucking divorce her. Yeah, I do too. And he's like, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. So it sounds harsh to us, I think, because we're like, oh, if you're in the perfect marriage and you love this person, but he's like, all affection's gone for her. Sounds like there never was any. Oh, Tom's the dad. No. Oh, okay. Oh, did I say Tom? Yeah. Oh. I just want to make sure. I don't. There's, there's so, so many names. So many names, and it's Tom, so Sam, confusing. Tom, Emma, Sam, and Redditor. Okay. Yeah. I was like, did he give himself a name? Yes. No. Tom. Red, the Redditor leader, the the 39 male. Do we think that he's going to actually divorce her? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I think he's had enough time to he marinate on it, and clearly he's ready to dump her ass. Yeah, I agree. Dump your ass. Wow. I don't know. Do you think that? I don't know. It's I don't a, think you should divorce her. Really? Why? No. Because you're in a committed relationship, and I don't think she did anything so insane. Yeah. If you had, that, if you took vows, that r- is one thing. Right. It sounds like it was just a. It was an extremely heated got, moment. Also, why did she sign a prenup that she would get nothing when they divorced? And why is he honestly giving her a one-bedroom apartment? Apartment. Like he feels that guilty, then don't divorce. Yeah, you're gonna be more. You're gonna be out more money by doing this. Sometimes maybe people want that to get out. It's better for them to just not fight and be like, "This is I set you up. Here's the apartment. I I took care of you, and then we're done." Maybe the deal is that she would just get to stay home and take care of her kids. Right. But he's like, "I'm not supporting you in any way." Yeah. Basically, it sounds like she's like an employee of his. Yeah. Kind of the situation in his head. Right. Like there's it's. Of convenience for me. And he probably, we don't know the backstory of how much he contributed to the family while he was working. But I think regardless. But you signed um, up for that. You agreed to that. Sam and Emma should still have a relationship. Hmm. I mean, she, her mom died in childbirth. That's the only mom she knows. That's crazy. So I think she's like, that's the only mom I have. I can't get so past I that comment. So I don't want you to like, yes, that's a terrible thing to say. And it sounds like... I, mean, I, don't think I, I don't care how angry I am. I still don't think I could ever actually say that to anybody. So I'm being th- honest. No. Even in the, my angriest moment, I would never say something no, like same. that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think a lot of people would. It's also about shit you don't even know about. Like it's not... It was before like that lady was... Before Sam was even in the picture. So you don't have shit to say. You're always a monster the fuck sounds like the sam has a lot of resentment and wishes that like she wasn't treated like a convenience but again 
who signed up for this. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's another one. This is from Am I the Asshole, not relationship advice. Am I the asshole for how I, 37 male, reacted to my son, 17 male, coming out to me? It's been pointed out. Oh, so I've always known my son had an interest in men. He was slow on the pickup of incognito mode. Wait, what does that mean? And from the searches, he, no, incognito on your on the search browser. Oh, oh. I thought it was. And from the searches he made, I figured he was at least bi curious, <laughs> if that's the proper term for it, since he hit puberty. Well, last year he started bringing a boy around, and it was obvious they were dating to the point I figured that he knew I knew, and it wasn't a big deal to anyone. Well, apparently I was wrong. After school yesterday, he and his boyfriend came up to me, and there was something really important they needed to tell me. My son said that they were dating, and it had had been for a year. Well, I was surprised that he wasn't aware that I knew, and was a bit thrown off. My mouth moves faster than my brain, and I said, well, that's pretty fucking gay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What? Ah. Now, I thought this was peak comedy, since (laughs) it is in fact gay. (laughs) however i understand using the word gay in that way gives a very negative undertone hence the mouth faster than the brain comment now my son and i are usually pretty edgy with our humor this being fairly tame for the stuff that we joke about while probably not appropriate for the situation it wasn't our norm for a conversation between us however he and his boyfriend were very very upset and left i'm probably the asshole but i thought i would check and see if he had some advice on what I can say to fix it. He currently won't respond to my calls or texts. Sunny, yeah, you fucked up. up. You fucked up. You fucked up. I get his but point, though, that they have a it relationship, really though, that yeah. they clearly are very... I can see the huge... I mean, zero I'm, filter with one another. But I think this son built this coming out moment up. You know what I mean? To be like... I think he wanted it to be like a hug, like... A really sincere moment. <laughs> I think it's just the fact that his dad, even if he didn't say the word gay, like if he responded to it with humor, it's like you don't get how important. Read this the is room. To him. Yeah, Read like, the room. What did he say again? This is that's that's fucking gay. pretty it's fucking gay. gay. <laughs> and you, are, you also you might joke with your son about that, but he came to you with his boyfriend. That's your just boyfriend off probably doesn't get your sense of humor yet. That is just hilarious. That's pretty fucking gay. <laughs> Uh, I'd give it a... Yeah, you're the asshole. Yeah, yeah, that was an asshole comment. Someone in the comments said, I won't lie, as someone who has been out and proud for years, that joke made me laugh my ass off. (laughs) But your son needed support more than humor. In the grand scheme of things, though, I was expecting much worse. So if you... I think if you just apologize and explain that you meant it in a humorous way and you fully accept him and his partner, your son will be fine. Yeah. I think you got to take him out to dinner and be like, I am so sorry. Maybe like a gay dinner. What's, what's, a, what's gay a gay dinner? dinner? I don't know, like no ideal gay no dinner. eating. No eating is a gay dinner. Yeah, is it like girl dinner but gay dinner? It's worse. No eating. Wait, what's guy dinner by the so way? So you can bottom. Not that we're trying. Guy dinner. Is- I knew that's the yeah. direction you were about to go in, and I, I didn't want to bring uh, it up. I put it together. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not what but he means. Uh, but- that's what he means. Yep. Gay dinner. Gay dinner. So is gay, gay, is gay dinner really just guy liquid? Guy dinner is just men sitting at home while women cook for them. That's... Guy dinner. That's not guy dinner. Misogynist dinner. Some people are, are ripping like girl and guy dinner is a new one. They're like, how dare you eat a Jolly Rancher for dinner? Like, you have a eating problem. I and I'm like, that, can people though, just... But oh, I'm like, you do? I'm like... 
Well, I think it's funny. No, not I get raping people. Oh. I mean, I get girl dinner. It's a thing. It's yeah. a very big thing. Yeah. Chinese cigarette? Judge me later. Chinese cigarette and a Dirty martini. Yeah, what's everyone's go-to? Uh, girl dinner? I really love Kraft Mac and Cheese. No, not Kraft. I get Goodles. They're called Goodles. a gluten-free version of Kraft Mac and Cheese. I you use, cannot call if it If I'm Kraft by myself, cheese. I get Goodles. And Mine's pizza rolls. Oh, I also have gluten-free pizza rolls I make sometimes. Pizza rolls. Or mozzarella. Or like a frozen pizza is my like girl dinner. Oh, mine's Fro- all Yeah, I do. I used to eat, when I lived by myself, I would eat frozen pizzas probably all the time. two or three nights a week. So good. You With, you were a frozen pizza girl. Yes. I love mine's frozen a, pizzas. Mine's a pickle or Ramen. a handful of olives. Okay, that's problem problematic. Rice. Miss Miss Dirty Martini. Right, but it's on Crackers. brand for me. Yeah, all of yours not- are like things you eat when you're ill. Right. Like, like I ate a rotisserie chicken. crackers. No, literally it was saltine crackers and a rotisserie chicken. Last night? No. Yeah, you sent a picture. Was so you're like, brunch. Everyone's like, oh, I'm eating Shake Shack. And I'm like, this is my brunch, saltine crackers. And you I'm got like, sick too? Yeah, I'm always sick from drinking. Oh, from, oh, being, I thought you were sick with like patient zero over here. No, no it was a different kind of sickness. <coughs> Mine was just from poor decision making. Alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol. I love a post-alcohol greasy food binge, though. After the concert, after the concert, we, me and Haley moved from our beds to the couch. We ordered Shake Shack. I saw. We had like six Diet Cokes each. We're chugging Diet Coke. Water. And then we had Gatorade. Gatorade. And then we had Chinese food. Oh, the Chinese food was quite... We did it. That was excessive. We didn't move from the couch. I didn't move that day either. He'll always do this, and we get takeout every time. He packages it up and puts it in the fucking fridge. The fridge is full of, like, to-go bottle. I'm like, are you eating this tomorrow? I am. I'm not. I'm I'm not. He's not eating it. No one's eating it the next day, ever. There's so much food left over. Everybody likes leftover Chinese. Phil's never eaten leftovers, and he knows I don't eat leftovers, so it just sits, and I'm like, why are we fucking around? We did it last night. We got Italian, and I'm like, well, I'm coming over. He's like, no, 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 you need to save that. I'm like, what? I'll eat it. I'm like, I'm not. He's like, leave it out, though, because I'm going to snack. I'm like, you're going to calm down. From our bed on the second floor and snack on like Popperdell at like midnight. Yeah. Spicy maybe. rigatoni. We he did get spicy rigatoni. Oh, I just love the word rigatoni. Oh, rigatoni. I want to name my child rigatoni. Please don't. <laughs> I hope he gets bullied. I support it. Rigatoni. 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 Rigatoni Makalowski. Ooh. Rigatoni Makalowski. Say that one more time. Rigatoni Makalowski. Rigatoni Makalowski. He would get bullied. Rigatoni. Yeah, but he'd have no, a he wouldn't. sick ass name. Are, honestly, Rigatoni Mac. I'm gonna be one of those people that's like, if someone touches you, I'm gonna teach you how to beat the shit out of them. That's would nice. you actually solve be everything with violence? No. Well, then you'll not. be in the principal's office every week. That's no. Nice. We solve nothing with violence. Phil yesterday told me, he goes, You're my son. I said, Great. He goes, You're in the will. I said, Great. I said, What's my monthly allowance? <laughs> you get. He goes, What do you need it to be? I said, Don't ask me that question. Botox. I'm so, in the process of finishing my well. Yeah, I sunscreen and unlimited sunscreen and Botox, Botox. for the rest I of the life. I said, he goes, what do you need to need Botox? And he goes, mm-hmm. okay. I'm like, are you being serious? Everybody has like, a will yes, here, right? Please. No, I don't have a will. I Phil has a, a will, but I'm not in it. Phil has, I'm apparently in it. Well, he, yeah. hasn't, he hasn't done it yet, so you're not in it. I have a will. He said, I'll be in it. I said, this is great. I said, I have nothing. He won't redo his fucking will. I'm like, you have, you have to. to get someone to come out and do this. He's just like fucking lazy. You can do it online. Or he wants to just 
write me out of his will. Yeah, you're yeah, fucked. It's malicious. You're fucked. With how he drives, I'm like, please, please tighten up that will. <laughs> That's true. Please give everything to Haley. I need the rest of our family. Dad. Haley. I am me. The wiener dogs. I am Kane. Pusaloos. Me. Yes, a funeral. Sprinkle his ashes. And Lake Norman. We'll make him that astronaut. No, I'm definitely gonna die before Phil dies. Are you getting cremated or buried? I don't know. Coffin? I want to be like coffin buried. life. Or I'm gonna be ninja <laughs> cremated. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna put my ashes into a ninja creamy. <laughs> I can't unsee that now. Oh, Kathleen, I'm, have you tried the ninja creamy? No, but it's so honestly, good. it's intriguing. It's we just good. made one and we did about seventy Oreos, Oreos in it. It's like we're like, how can you make protein ice cream? Variant healthy. It was unhealthy. You said unhealthy. It's no. It was. It was literally all protein. But you put a fuck ton of Oreos in it. We did. They were gluten free. That does make them more healthy. Okay. No, it's fine. Do you have any news, Kathleen, to update the followers with? What did you go prepared with? I have a lot of news, but I don't know how to. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, This week is a day of rest. No alcohol. No alcohol. No alcohol. Not spending money. Wow. I'm just going to stare at the sun all weekend. Wow. That's fun. It's best. Um, I'm, I'm going to have some wine tonight. The last few weekends, we I'll should do bring summer water over. We Kathleen should. doesn't want to come to our pool party. Fuck you, Kathleen. I invited her and she's like, yeah, I have like better shit to do. No, I got meetings. Back to back. Back to back. Quit your job. Quit your job. You don't need money. Live off the land. I Live go, off the I, land. <laughs> Quit your job. No, I'm uh, in the process of getting rid of my place. So I'll let you know when I have a renter. Yeah. Where are you going? That's on the move, move, move. New York. New York. So you're going to New York. Yeah. That's the plan. She's doing it. January Where are you 2020. I have no idea, honestly. Off the side of the road, in the subway. You should be a van like Whoever will take me. Just have I have no plans. That's you park, why. Park in a van and just live in it. I would do well in that environment. So does that mean we have to bring the podcast to New York? Yes. We're going to new york to the northeast new york all right guys new york. this is what do we start all singing i think it's time new york. it's time to call it guys we need to wrap it up all right yeah, sure? i have to actually work oh. all right oh, okay well phil needs espresso he texted me wow he texted me okay well okay some he goes Bring me an espresso. Bitch. You had to look up that text to read it <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Wieners, for tuning in. Thanks, Thank Weems. you. I'm sorry for last week's episode. And this week's. I know it was bad. This one's better. I love Watch me the most. Yeah. Tune, in. Tune in. Next week, we'll bring something hot. Hot. Sassy. Bye, bitches. Bye. Bye.